Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. Uh, don't don't laugh. Come on. Uh, really, we are. And actually, you know what? Since the since the, we're, we're in the Reiwa era now, and the, the Heisei era has ended, can we officially declare ourselves the best anime podcast of the Heisei era? Yeah, sure. Uh, you could do that. Let's go with that. You can you can say whatever you like. I'm not a lawyer. So it's all it's all marketing. It's all marketing. But uh yes. So anyway, um we have an interesting show lined up for this week. Uh particularly cuz we're we're bringing in some fresh blood. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh so regular listeners, you probably recognize the sound of my voice. I'm Gel and uh also with me Iro as always. I'm s- yeah, I'm still here. Still here. And uh but we're also joined, uh, making the their Glorio chat debut, uh, we have uh, Chris. Hey, that, that's Hi, Chris. Up for you. I don't know how to say your actual screen name, but I, I think the I'm ho- I'm hopefully listeners will figure it out. I, I would stick with Yuri. Anything longer than that is complicated. Sure, and uh, we are also joined by Collins. Hiya, I'm here to talk about iCatsy. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't see that in the show notes, but maybe maybe at the end we can uh, <laughs> we'll get some final thoughts. Is that even still running, or is that... yes, it is. Okay, has it ever stopped running no. since it started? Okay, uh, they've they've rebooted a couple of times, but uh, it has never stopped. Nonstop. Okay, for for uh, for the handful of listeners besides myself that actually know what Ikatsu is, there you go. There's at least um, one. oh i don't know that they're listening but go on yes so um so yeah uh welcome aboard to both of you um we're gonna try our uh hand at our new format again that we uh we tried last last time with uh some some news stories and then we'll we'll talk about uh the two shows that we are watching this season with uh Carol and Tuesday and Sarah's on my or at least I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh before we get into that though, uh what's everybody been up to? Any uh anything interesting that we've been watching, playing whatever? Uh I know uh, So I I feel like Chris is probably the most interesting person here. Uh, in, in the regard of recent activity yeah i just uh came back from a trip to japan so i am very tired awesome uh still but it was a good time how many gachapon machines did you turn at, at least 10 probably below 20 <laughs> how many of how, how many times did you turn each of them on average ah like three you got to give it a good crank yeah that's uh-huh. that's life advice there. Uh-oh. Did you get any any super whoa, SSR? Uh, did you get any super rare? Uh, did you get any super rare ones? Uh, no, nothing particularly exciting. I did get a bunch of Kirby's, which I consider Kirby to be super Very rare. Good. But... Oh, are yeah. those are those the ones that like the Gacha ball itself yes. is yeah. the figure? And yeah, the ball itself oh, is cool. Kirby, and it just has legs inside it. That's pretty know, good. That's, that's pretty exciting. That. Um, so I've got a few of those, but yeah, That's I, uh, cool. I'm now very poor 
and <laughs> I'm back at work. I mean, so yes. yeah, things are on the down and down. I uh, I know you were you were mentioning beforehand. Uh, you you saw the Detective Pikachu movie. I did. How did, how did that go? Because I'm very curious. I I I think there's a lot of mixed opinions out there. Prior to the, I haven't heard much after it coming out, but uh, sure. What, what was your what were your thought? What was your take on it? Um, better than expected, and uh, I guess hopeful that there will be future Pokemon movies that are better. But that makes it sound like kind of worse than it is. It, it kind of. I see. Are you expecting like other live action ones? Oh yeah, sure. Thing? Like uh, I don't think they'll be called Detective Pikachu, but I can I can I can see some future Pokemon movies coming out. Can you think of like source material that they would be choosing to adapt? <sighs> red and blue is the one. Right, I was going to say, what's the one? Just that's Pokemon sorry? Red and Blue, just an adaptation of those games. Imagine a, a two-hour Pokemon Red and Blue in that style would be certainly <laughs> something. I just want like a really campy Giovanni and Team Rocket. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah sure. I'm yeah, that'd, that'd that. be pretty, uh, pretty fun. I have to say, I've probably warmed up to the live-action style designs a little bit more after seeing the Sonic the Hedgehog debacle. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right that, that that has been a common sentiment i feel everyone, like after sonic everyone was like well pikachu just looks, looks like so pikachu. bad he just got his fur which is a little weird but There's like far fewer alarming teeth in in that film so yes uh <laughs> i don't know i saw i saw a palm a palm does have a yeah there are some yeah. alarming teeth. um but no it, it's 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 uh it's a good film and the uh the the pokemon designs as well like feel far less weird when you're actually watching that film. I feel like it's really, really worse yeah. in stills. Um, right. So. Yeah. And and also just like in short oh, yeah. bursts, like you watch the trailer and it's like, that's weird. But as soon as like they, yeah. Right. Once everybody's got a weird Pokemon on their shoulder, mm-hmm. yeah. it looks fine. I yeah. Assume. Yeah. I mean, like, is it, is it, is the Ikue Otani in that movie at all? Uh, I mean, her voice is. Do we get the classic? Yeah, the classic. Yeah, Pika, there's, Pika. there's plenty of that, but well, that's not plenty of that. There is an instance of that. There's a couple of instances. Oh, uh, of that. yeah, you're right. You are okay. you're right about that. There's like one like predominant instance right at the beginning, which I think is yes. There's one in, there's in the trailer. Oh, if I've, you've seen it, no, I didn't know that. Right, right, right. But uh, did is it actually for the game at all, or is it? Unrelated? It is like mostly that game. Really. Right, that game came out several years ago. I remember being upset that it was not being localized, and then it was like two years after it came that out. That was uh, when did it come out in Japan? Twenty sixteen, uh, maybe earlier. Detective Pikachu game. That's that's from Google. <laughs> this game came out twenty sixteen in Japan, twenty eighteen worldwide. I it's think like- we uh. Passed that game yeah. around in, in Mull, played through. I think us and Zig played through that game after it came out shortly as we were on holiday. Right. Yeah. It's uh, not worth playing, honestly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that story is mostly recycled into that movie. So was it better as a movie or a game then? Oh, as a movie. Like, okay. absolutely. That, that game is, like, uh, very boring, honestly. That's coming from someone who like <laughs> just eats up most Pokemon related like things. 
So, right. yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a bit too, bit too simple. Um, just not very exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, we may have a little more Pokemon talk uh, to get to later in the oh, news segment. Hold, hold on. Before, before, before but, we move mm-hmm. on from uh, Chris's Japan po- uh, Detective Pikachu experience, Chris, I'm curious, did the cinema give you some training cards? <laughs> nope. Aww. Like we when we saw Avengers Damn, out there, the they gave us uh, a pack with it, which contained a a little miniature figurine of one of the Avengers in a, in the form of a bean. Uh, Excuse don't ask me. me why. It, it, yeah, no, really. <laughs> I'm gonna need to see pictures <laughs> of that. Yeah, I, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll try a and bean? find it. But it's it's like um. Gel, can you put them? Can you put the pictures in the show notes? <laughs> Oh, certainly, yeah. Excellent. We have to now, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just a very strange, like, small plastic bean that is, like, weighted on the bottom so it doesn't tip over. Um, oh, so it's a Weeble. Uh... Yeah, kind of, but I feel like it's part of, like, a game. I saw, like, Pokemon ones, for example, just in stores. I mean, you think they would have given... I mean, I know Discord's aired several years ago now, <laughs> but... <laughs> Should have been a disc- I, I mean, disc I'd have preferred it. Uh, the other item in the bag uh, was a tube of toothpaste. Wow, harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Which hero? I mean, is it Matter Eater Man? DC? Yeah, it was uh, very bizarre. Like, I think the cinema itself had uh, an advertising deal with this particular brand of toothpaste, and they were just giving them away. Oh, I see. So it's not like Captain America wants well, sure to but it's, it was, it was. I just don't understand how to yes, justify but... that particular type of brand synergy. Yeah, uh, me neither. Cinemas and dental health. I thought I'd offended yeah. someone when you're just looking through this bag of goodies. You see some, yeah. something with Avengers yeah. branding on it and a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody can get mad about toothpaste, right? And we, we, we all have to keep our teeth clean. I'm sure that's a maybe. That's the message. If you want to be an Avenger. Brush your teeth After every day. Does Iron Man's suit, Man suit uh, brush his teeth for him? I kind of hope Maybe so we should move on. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, uh, like, like we've been saying, we're, we're glad to have uh, Chris and Collins on. And I thought before we get into the news, it might be interesting to have a little conversation about how they got to anime uh, because it, if anyone remembers way back when, when we first tried to reboot the podcast, we did a episode about anime origin stories and we talked about, you know, uh, Iroh and G and Marlin's experience, you know, growing up in America, watching Toonami, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And in case the accents haven't given it away, uh, Chris and Colin's are from the UK. They are not from America. So I'm kind of Don't curious. Don't me, bro. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Uh to uh to see if if you guys had any different experience in in how you got into anime or what what got you into anime uh and, and you know how i'm sure i'm sure you guys didn't get toonami out there so you know how did how did that work out um do you want to go Carlos? yeah sure um i <laughs> i have i have a, a a kind of interesting framing device here i guess um my initial uh anime experience was um i was a, a, an awful nerd at school um and so i for the most part tried to like during breaks 
at school um, hide with people that I trust, which was like three people. Understandable. Um, and we had this little we had this little room yep. in the back of the music department building that we would just hang out in that nobody else really went in particularly often. Um, and in there, uh, I watched Death Note was the first show that I watched. Wow, that's a... Because <laughs> a friend brought it in uh, on like a USB stick or whatever, and we just fired it up on some of the machines in there. Uh, that's quite an intro. Yeah, and so I just like watched that at school lunch times. Um, and then the next show I watched was uh, Hattie. Um, I don't okay. remember exactly where. Like, I think I might have just watched that one at home. Get the full range of the anime experience there. The... Yeah, Death Note, and Death Note, and the melancholy of Hattie. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. and then, like, uh, I don't know that I watched that much until I was at uni, where um, I started showing up to the same. Um, the same anime trash society as Chris. Mm-hmm. It was a trash society. Uh, both of them were. <laughs> I remember one more fondly than the other, but yeah, that's true. Same. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's 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 my origin story in a nutshell. Uh, and there's a nice segue to get to Chris. Yeah. Um, I feel like mine was more. Um, it, it was also like chatting with friends at school, like secondary school age. Um, but it was more like at the time, like none of us knew what anime was. That was not a term that came up until college. But, um, I think my earliest, like, uh, show that I watched that wasn't just me watching Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or Dragon Ball Z on TV was like, I think I borrowed Akira off of a friend um uh oh and i mean you know it was it was one of those like you would hang out with your friends and say hey look i've got this really bizarre gory cartoon do you want to watch it like absolutely um, right right um but they also <laughs> lent me the uh, uh one of the bad street fighter movies as well that was animated um couldn't you know tell one? you it uh, was a long time ago i feel like it actually might have been alpha i think there was an alpha film might be wrong, but it was a long time ago. I only remember the one Street Fighter that was like the just original Street Fighter 2. It could be that. I remember uh, like a, a cage one. match in there somewhere, but yeah, it's, you know, years and years ago. Yeah, it's not, it, look, it, it looks pretty nice, but it's not a very good. Yeah, I, I mean, this is like means. long before <laughs> getting interested in stuff like Street Fighter either, so it's not like. I wasn't there yelling how amazing it was to see Ryu fire a Hadouken across the screen or anything like that. So, um, right. But no, like anime, right. like understanding what that term meant and actually getting into it was a college thing for me. And it was like a mixture of, I think my, uh, my, my free first anime. And I, I need to say the third one because it's not something you'd expect, but the, my, my first free anime uh, going off of recommendations of people at, in my college course were Naruto, oh, no. Bleach, mm-hmm. okay. and Elfin Lead. <laughs> I feel like that tracks with that era, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Like, Elfin Lead's one of those ones that, like, if you were watching anime in the early aughts, like, people and, would and you band- kept, yeah, people would bandy that one around. Watching, 
He kept watching anime after that for some reason. <laughs> yeah, there was it was a I guess I'd seen enough Naruto to know it was a bit of an outlier. And I was into Naruto at the time to think that, you know, this is how this is how this is how anime are. You need to have like a big bad, not just some half naked girl crying and whatever. Right. Um <laughs> then you that, watched Canon. That came a lot later, but yes. Okay, uh, and then you watched Canon. Uh, no comment. No, I think um, I think like Death Note and Full Metal Alchemist were like the ones that kind of came after that. But um, there was a there was a time in college that people who were in my college course could tell could tell you uh, that I was very adamant against watching things like Harahi and Lucky Star because they didn't they were a bit too Japan. They weren't, yeah, they, they weren't, weren't they weren't enough. dudes beating up other dudes. They were right. far more uh quote unquote I, boring. Well, it, I guess it was because like that they have a very very particular look. Like at the time right. I didn't think I would give a shit about um watching a bunch of cartoon schoolgirls at school doing nothing. Right. Little uh, did you know. <laughs> <laughs> but little did I know that here I am what, 10 years later and uh. <laughs> yep. yep yes <laughs> but yeah no it, it kind of it, it kind of went from there and then i you know pretty soon after went to uni went to these bad anime societies and met colons and yeah bad times the rest is uh history right <laughs> so, so did you so like in the uk did did you ever get like anime on tv outside of you know, we we, you know, we did have Toonami, um, okay, as part of Cartoon Network. Um, but I, I didn't, for the record. I was uh, a terrestrial TV person. Yeah, you needed to have a a, a cable subscription for that. But um, is, is terrestrial TV a term that makes sense to an American audience? I mean, I can uh, I can infer what you mean. Yeah, but it, it's it's TV broadcast TV, TV broadcast right. over the air, like public access right. or whatever. Oh, right. Well, TV that you get right over the air. <laughs> I used to, uh, other, like, on uh, public access stuff, we get, like, um, Pokemon and stuff on, like, WB Network or Fox Kids. Hmm. But uh, I think the most interesting thing is because I live in Southern California, you could get uh, Mexican channels. <laughs> um, Tell me and, you got wrestling. No, there was uncut Dragon Ball Z. In oh. Spanish, <laughs> and like I'd only seen edited uh, Dragon Ball, and so like occasionally trying to find the hour of the morning on like Saturday <laughs> when they were playing Dragon Ball Z with blood, <laughs> just it was in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, was, was that the the one with the amazing uh, tra- that 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 what is that was that one translation where they called like a. Uh, I can't. I can't remember it now. Oh, I couldn't even. I couldn't even tell you, man. Yeah, I remember we were. You were too interested yeah. in the blood. Yeah. When you're like, you know, nine. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like we were pretty lucky with regards to like how much anime was on, uh, just your regular old TV. Because not. I mean, at the time, like having uh, a cable subscription was like not that common. It was a, a very right. kind of rich person thing to have. Um, mm-hmm. But you could watch stuff like um, like Pokemon, Digimon, Cardcaptor Sakura were on main TV. Yeah. 
You mean card captors? Yeah, card sorry, captors, card captors. A mystic adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you get all the like after like Pokemon Digimon got big, where they started licensing all the weird shit like fighting food on? <laughs> And ultimate muscle and all that. The, the only one I really remember after that was Monster Rancher. We did get that. Yeah. Um, Monster Rancher. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the weirder stuff was like Toonami when you got like Tenchi Muyo and uh, random like series. Was it just called that? Tenchi Muyo? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think it had uh, a localized name, if that's what you meant. Yeah, no, that is. Yeah, I, I think it's always yeah. been. Interesting. I think it's always been Tenchi Muyo. Um, okay. So that's uh, you know, an interesting. Uh, I, I again, I, I, I like to, I like to hear these stories because I'm an old man and I predate some of this stuff. And and you know, right? You were still passing VHS <laughs> yeah. tapes, right? Well, yeah. although although I also one of my first anime experiences was somebody putting on Akira because they're like, hey, you want to watch one of this this cool violent cartoon thing? Uh, but uh, mm. that was actually in like 1995, <laughs> <Play>. so. <laughs> Right, play play that one commercial from Sci-Fi Network. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because they, yeah, we had uh, one of one of the things I saw was we had the Sci-Fi Channel showing uh, like a the show like an OVA or something every Saturday morning, and they had that that great promo where they're like, anime is not for kids, and it's like showing all the like you know sex and violence they could possibly (laughs) stuff into like a thirty second trailer because. That's the best possible yeah, ad for kids. Right, yeah. <laughs> if, you want, if you want, if you want kids to watch your show, this is the type of uh, trailer you make. So, yeah, but yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> interesting to hear the the, the the different experiences. But uh, we did have a uh, one guy in our college class who was uh, a little bit older than the rest of us, and. Uh, insisted that whenever anime came up, that uh, the only anime worth watching was Gaiva because it was the one he'd watched on a VHS tape. Like, <laughs> how are you spelling uh, that? Gaiva. Uh, it's G U Y V E R. I think. I think that's one of the ones they showed on Sci Fi Channel Anime Saturdays in the night. Probably where it was recorded from. Uh, honestly, the one he'd seen. Yeah. Bio yeah. Booster Armor Gaiva. I've never heard of this. Yeah, that's it's kind a, of like classic. infamous, right? Yeah. <laughs> It has its following. Um, I just, I mean, I have seen it since. Um, but yeah, uh, whatever. You can do better for. It, how, how does it? How does it? Like just based on the art I'm looking at, I'm thinking like similar era to like Gao Gaigar or something. <laughs> Gao Gaigar is late nineties. Okay. Yeah, and I think this is more like early to mid nineties ish. More okay. uh, late late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. To yeah, more serious. Than something like Gal Guy Guard, but uh, that's eighty six. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, peak of the OVA era, mm, right? Okay. Well, thank you both for sharing. Well, I'll, I'll eventually want to get other members of the the Glorio crew cycled through here eventually and share some more stories. But, um, but yeah. All right, so let's move along to some of the topics we were going to talk about today. We were gonna cover some some news topics, uh, kicking off with some anime news. Not a whole lot of substance, <laughs> substance wise, on the anime news uh, front this the past two weeks. But I picked a few things that I thought would be I, interesting. I strongly to disagree. I think that this first story, <laughs> the is... first story in particular, is gonna is pretty uh, pretty <laughs> fantastic. Uh, oh boy. So, <laughs> 
So, um, been a big two weeks for Zombieland Saga, <laughs> which uh, started selling, off well, selling gangbusters. St- started off the uh, volume one sold nearly twenty thousand copies, which is major success. Huge. That's that's a that's a big success for for anime. Um, and uh, later on, somehow uh, ended up appearing in Parliament. Printed um, off with swear words on it. Yes, I. I, I still not entirely. It's such a bizarre story. I'm not entirely sure the entire path. I think it kicked off with somebody picking a fight with a professional fighting game player Sonic Fox, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it. One okay. thing led to, I did. I did not know that this was part of this story. Yes. But one thing led on. to another, and before you know it, we're having a hearing in Parliament about uh, supposed alleged Twitter abuse, um, which was probably has a lot to unpack uh in itself there but part of it was an, an mp holding up a picture of lily hoshikawa with a gun and a few choice words for turfs um <laughs> it comes at a time when parliament really doesn't have anything else to do and, <laughs> yes you know, uh, <laughs> to, be, to be fair to be fair chris Parliament have been doing one thing and ignoring everything else for most of the last year, so it's about time they got to, you know, bad-mouthing bad anime and defending turfs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have any comments you'd like to add as... as uh... Fuck this country? Yes. Does that count? <laughs> I, 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 also, you Sonic, know, Sonic Fox is a friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Sonic Fox is great. Um, yes. But Yes, I I don't know, I don't know I don't know what else we if there's anything else we really <laughs> to say or discuss here other than this is I how does this happen is this where we're at in 2019? Twitter's where, uh, Twitter's hacking wild is how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter has become too powerful. Uh, just we 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 can sympathize here in the states on Twitter becoming too powerful. But oh uh, boy, yeah. Anyway, I, is, um, is Zombieland Saga on Crunchyroll or, or a streaming service of some kind? It is. I believe it's on Crunchyroll. I'd love to know if there was any kind of uptick after this whole thing. <laughs> oh, I so <laughs> hope there was. That's a good question. Um, I mean, it seemed to be doing okay beforehand, regardless, as mm. it was selling well, so well. It's one but, of the uh, like, bigger shows of... Is that this year or is that last year? Gosh. I, I, end of last? Think, I think, yeah, I think it was end of sure, last year. Let's go with that. I'm like, sure that's right. It was less than a year ago. I think. It, I yeah. think it was like the 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 winter or fall. I guess technically that's the fall season. Yeah, last fall year. fall 2018. Um, and I mean that that show's fine. Yeah, sure, I, it, it's fine. I I am surprised it's that popular though. To be honest, I that, I feel like that tracks. It was you know like. You think so? It was a very, it was a very well produced uh, idol show, and it had its other gimmick of zombies that probably made you know the idol fans go like, "Ooh, this is new and interesting." This is actually different when really it isn't. They're just zombies, but uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, and and then various other good points. So yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, it was fine. Like if you're into the idol shows, it's right. Boy, am I! Well, there you go. Did, did you actually watch it? Or oh, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I honestly, the most I heard about it was uh, um, when the character in the picture that was shown in Parliament showed up 
I feel like that's when I kind of really heard about that show in any kind of yeah. context. But right. but that's about it. It was it was really it was representation that a lot of people were very thirsty for. Yeah. Y- yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's should probably we, should, we, should we provide some some important context for this picture? That, yeah. that the character in question is canonically trans. Yes. I feel like that's maybe important context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did we did um yeah, so we should bring that up again. We 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 talked about it when the show was airing too, but there is a character that is revealed to be a trans girl, one of the one of the members of the group. And she she's the one that appears on the uh the image that was being held up in Parliament. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm look I'm looking at the story here and there's a a fun a fun misquote here. Uh, apparently, Joanna Cherry, who is the person who held up the image, uh, misquoted it mm-hmm. uh, and replaced the word "turf" with the c word. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I did read that. How did you misquote it when I think it was only like two words? Was it? it was. <laughs> it was really holding the image in her hand. Yeah, it, uh, it, it, it it says "shut the fuck up, turf," and she said something worse. Did she think that 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 turf is a worse word? Is that was that the point of the? I don't um, know. Because that was knows. the point of the hearing, right? They were trying to say like turf is a slur or something like there that. There are certainly is, people who argue that, yeah, which is uh, ridiculous. But yeah, so um, <laughs> just what a world we live in. <laughs> yeah, just what a what a what a time to be alive, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Well, I guess we're not, uh, I don't think we're done with the bad politics here, so let's Woo! move along to our <laughs> next story. Uh, Yoshitaka Amano, uh, famed artist, most famous for his work uh, doing concept art for Final Fantasy, and uh, probably Vampire Hunter D would be the other big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, he recently popped up in the news making a, a portrait of... Uh, Shinjo Abe as a cool samurai dude. Um, and I guess part of the commemorating the, the change into the Reiwa era or something like that. And, you know, I, I've i been a big fan of Amano's work for a long time. And I was kind of curious to see why in the world he would have painted a picture of a cool picture of Shinzo Abe, um, who... Look, I'm not an expert on Japanese politics, but, um, you know, I wouldn't want to... If somebody's going to be painting a cool picture of Shinzo Abe, I'm going to be giving them some side eye. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he said something... What are you something, talking about? 4chan loves him. Well, there you go. <laughs> that, that, that alone should be reason enough for the side eye. But uh, uh-huh. he, he, uh, he, he, he did an interview on it and gave some fairly neutral sounding answers like but he was saying how it was like oh it's i wanted to be like you know like a like a painter in the renaissance times painting a you know historical figure or something and i'm like yeah but i don't know like i feel like painting somebody as a cool samurai is kind of giving like tacit approval it is i feel like <laughs> it's worth pointing out that the the poster even though it focuses on abe it's very much a promo for his political party. Um, and I personally saw that poster uh, in Shibuya while I was there on a gigantic billboard. Oh, um, right, it's a... And, I mean, this is amongst the other adverts. I, My brother, who had no idea what the, what the poster was, uh, I pointed it out to him and said, like, what do you think that that's a poster for? 
and he he just said you know is it just another mobile game because most of the posters over there are for mobile <laughs> yeah. games um <laughs> it yep. does kind of look like yeah one, or it could be um it's got a it's not just abe there's a bunch of guys there yeah it's a very like samurai-esque other than abe is very definitely a samurai but everyone else is very similar looking and it's one of those things that if when you've got a gigantic advert for um the japanese lib dems it's with this cool art and it is cool art like don't get me wrong it is cool art yeah it is a cool picture it's it's very worrying that there's going to be a lot of people that will look at that cool art and say fuck yeah it's the fucking final fantasy guy let's you know i I guess that means shinzo abe is a cool dude too like it's a bit but the the choice the choice of the samurai thing is just like there are so many other things you could draw them as, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet you chose to draw them as like such an explicitly military thing, which uh, feels right a traditional and military. Yeah, it's like right up there. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't I, I don't want to be out on a mono, but man, that makes me. Like I said, there's definitely some side eye there i mean the it, it feels less like a political comment from him and more like he he made it sound at the very least that he was pretty ignorant of politics in general right um yes which fine i guess but maybe i mean this that wasn't the statement like oh they're the yeah. government i like the things that government as as an institution brings uh. us like roads <laughs> Like oh okay mono Sa- samurai famous I'm, for I'm gonna fit in. I think like fire <laughs> engines came up in the conversation so I'm gonna <laughs> paraphrase uh, G who is not on today uh, and when, when, he, when he said you know thank you for bringing it up bringing up that Amano is basically a cop now so uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I do I I uh, I really loved his final like his Final Fantasy stuff though was some of my favorite like. I have like art books and stuff from all that. I just, yeah. Although, has he, has he been? Good, good. Who, who, who'd have thought that people involved in the production of Japanese video games could be weirdly problematic? Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure, right? Um, is it, has he even, has he even done Final Fantasy? In, they, like, they always bring him in for like the logos. Right. But he hasn't done any like real, like real work no. on it since like seven or whatever. I think Not that's all. Seven. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, before, I mean yeah. prior to seven. Prior I mean, he's seven. got the good yeah, gigs yeah. nowadays. Uh, he's literally just designed a Magic the Gathering card. So that's right. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like, there was like a couple of Magic them, right? the Gathering, like the new Magic the Gathering set or something, has a whole bunch of alternate mm-hmm. art for Japan involving all sorts of artists. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty cool. There we go. We can end on a more positive note. There, there was yeah, there was a couple of uh, different artists involved yeah. in that as well. That was kind of a neat. Uh, yeah thing all right let's uh move on to something more fun which i'm actually not sure how fun this is going to be because i don't know how much everybody else is into macross i'm very much into um frontier okay well you're going to be happy about this one then um there was a ultimate macross poll recently uh i think it was conducted by nhk uh the where it had over 20,000 20, votes. I, I found it actually an extremely detailed breakdown of this this uh, on another website that I'll have to dig up later. But um, 
they they basically had fans voting on you know what was the best stuff in the, in the series or franchise or whatever you want to call it and uh macross frontier uh won the vote as uh the best macross series and cheryl gnome won as the best macross character um g asked me to uh say that the best mecha was voted as the yf19 from macross plus I don't know. I have not seen Macross Plus, but uh, that's that's probably a good choice. Actually, is that is that the Vocaloid one? Um, y- yes, I get Plus and Two mixed up a lot. I mean, isn't Two not part of the the meta series at this point? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't she seen those in like twenty years. That, so. At this point, right? Uh, but uh, but yes, so that actually was probably a good choice for that. As for the other choices, uh, uh, you, sound, you sound very confident about how good they are. I mean, I've only, uh, as a person who's only seen Delta and Do You Remember Love, the only Delta song being on the most popular is like one of the worst Delta songs. And also so. being above Diamond Crevasse. Eh. Mm. I, I don't know that. Better. Yeah, I... I, I I, I I was kind I was kind of surprised and like the more I thought about it I realized I don't think Macross has a very deep bench. Um, no. There's Frontier and like Do You Remember Love and like the original series I, which I, is you know tied to Do You Remember Love. I also thought it was weird they um I, I always hate comparing TV series to movies because mm-hmm. they include like the like they just put them all in the same pool right. So like if you look at the list a lot and I think it was to pat out the list because there's really not that many Macrosses but the like if you look <laughs> yeah. at the list it's like i see how macross plus and macross plus the movie are both on here yeah oh yeah so like bear in mind I, as I well that, that was cheryl weird. is number one but, and um, number four excuse me <laughs> you, you should see the gundam poll where char asnable is on that <laughs> list three or four times <laughs> oh i want to see the you got me thinking about like polls that people can enter name names for and i really want to see the raw data for the uh smash character poll yeah <laughs> well i mean goku would just be the biggest right in right i expect so yeah. i mean which goku <laughs> anyway <laughs> i mean it doesn't matter right? okay we're talking about kid goku we're talking about regular goku you can put all of them like, in a game that's proof like, of this <laughs> talking about like king kai goku talking about like super saiyan one goku super saiyan two goku super saiyan three oh goku God. Someone's on Encyclopedia. <laughs> I don't think Goku never goes Super Saiyan two, right? That's, yes, he does. He, does but he doesn't make a big thing of it. I thought he just and then he does in the Majin Buu saga to fight Vegeta. Okay, to fight Majin Vegeta. I, 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 I'm gonna have to cut off the Dragon Ball tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, I derailed this. Sorry, before, that's on me. <laughs> before we start talking about power levels here, um, no, I, I, Cross Frontier is a good choice. I, yeah. I my personal favorite. I like the original SDF series, but I think as an all round pick, Frontier is good, and I do like Cheryl. Front- so um, I had a phone named after Cheryl for actually until like a week and a half ago. <laughs> it's like I, I, I was like hearing people's stories of when they get a new computer or phone, and it's like enter a name for your thing, like the weird stuff people always put. Yeah, Did, I mean, I had a I had a a pink iPhone SE named Cheryl for about two and a half years, uh, but it recently got replaced, uh, and so I named the new one uh, Yuzuka. 
after oh. the uh, after the ah oh, heck, what's the show called? The Yushki character. Okay, I've not. Seen I have, Yushiki. and I don't remember who it is. <laughs> uh, spoilers: It's a pink iPhone. Oh, too, so sure. It's the one that yells a lot. Okay. Yes, the one that yells months sometimes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Now it's coming back to me. It took a minute for my. <laughs> it took a minute for my old my old brain to process that. But yes, I I, I know who you're talking about now. Okay. Good. But did your Cheryl phone have a uh, appropriate ringtone? That's the question. Um, my I mean, my phone's always on silent. Wow, harsh man. Yes, uh, but, so, but 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 my ringtone has always been for the last like two years the Ocarina of Time Forest Temple music. Okay. Okay. Sorry. See, see, I also keep my my phone on silent most of the time. But for like years, I had um, uh, Ninjin Loves You Yeah as the uh, <laughs> opening, the the opening of that. The you know the do 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 part from Across Frontier. But that's nice. You guys are Cheryl fans, so you know. I for the record, my ringtone is Final Fusion from Gal Gagar. Hot callback. I actually, I don't have. I maybe I should. Find another anime ringtone again. I, I don't have anything on my current phone, so I like. I rest. used to have the Angel Beats music as a an alarm to wake up to, and I think ooh, 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 yeah. What do you want? Well, then, like, no, that's not Angel. Oh, I'm. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking of uh, uh, Chobits. Very <laughs> <laughs> similar. Related. Angel Beats. <laughs> Thing is, like, the problem is if you said something as your alarm, like you. you it ruins your, bo- you. your yes. yeah. Your body starts associating that music with like ah, but wait, you I, know, like we can't stand yep. to hear that song anymore. So yep. exactly, never again. Yeah, even ringtone kind of does that. But yeah, no alarm clock. Yeah, is perfect way to ruin a ruin a piece of music for yourself. Yeah. All Sorry, right. this so... just got a bit off track. What's next? <laughs> No, that's that. That is what we okay. do here at the Glorio Chat. We go off on tangents about our how weird tangents about how anime has permeated our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's move along to uh, a more anime story here. Uh, Yoshiyuki Tomino, <laughs> yeah, sure, okay, legendary creator of Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, gave a uh, was giving a lecture last week. And had some comments about Into the Spider Verse, which I thought were entertaining. Uh, he, sure. That film is very, very, very good. He, yes, he, he called it a really weird anime, but uh, <laughs> uh, he most oh, me no. he mostly had um, I th- he mostly had complimentary things to say. I think uh, you know he mentioned yep. you know this is what this is what we you know in anime should be you know basically striving to outdo. You know, we, we want to try and surpass, you know, this kind of creativity and everything, um, which I thought was pretty cool. I have still not seen the movie. Have you all? You've all. Oh, no, it? it's yeah. very good. Um, I, f- I feel like for Iroh to give a completely unqualified, it's very good. It must be fantastic. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just I just haven't had a chance to see it. I was going to see it with my um, niece and nephew and it, the, the plans fell through. And we just never got back around to it. But once it gets out or whatever, we'll probably like, mm-hmm. you know, rent it or whatever people. Whatever, it is out on disc. Whatever now, people so do to watch to find movies it. these days. <laughs> they don't, people don't rent movies anymore, right? Uh, so, 
you can you can you can rent movies. You can rent just, like, like you rent digitally. like streams, right? right? Yeah, right. So, I guess you're just patiently waiting for that Disney streaming service. Oh, oh boy. Ooh. Um, yeah, watch all watch all your Marvel movies on Netflix while you can, folks. Mm. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, I, I I thought it was I thought that the I thought it was cool that he he kind of gave that a shout out and you know just interesting to see you know I like I said I haven't seen that movie but it's it it just doesn't look like anything else yeah <laughs> just like that level of creativity I'd love to see more of. There was another news story a few days ago about that was like interviewing the handful of Japanese animators who worked on that film. And like their thoughts about its production, and like how it was similar to and different from working on, uh, you know, domestic anime. Mm. That was kind of interesting. Okay. I, I like from 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 where I'm at. Like the thing I love about animation is that you can do stuff in it that just isn't possible in traditional film, like live action film media. Yeah. Um. It's why I loved. Um. Oh, names of things. What's the film with the penguins? <laughs> the, the film with the penguins. <laughs> no, no, the penguin anime highway. film with the penguins. Oh. Yes, Penguin Highway. Uh, penguin Highway did stuff that would not have been possible if it wasn't animated. Um, and Into the Spider-Verse does stuff that I've wanted computer animation to do for years because... Yes. It, it's... Right, it's finally taking it. It explores that space and does right. stuff that wouldn't be possible. Like it, it, it makes such a good use of the medium. Is the thing. Also, just right. a genuinely um, good film. Yeah. Also, that. Also, yeah. No, it's got compelling characters and story, which helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always, one of my things I always say is I think the best anime is the t- kind of anime that can only be exist as anime. Like, yes, absolutely. And you know, otherwise, what are, what are you using the medium for? So, like, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. And I just, I would love to see, particularly with like, we've had this conversation before too. Like, I feel like computer, you know, computer, you know, computer graphics and you know, computer generated art feels like it has stagnated a lot to me. And just seeing more creative yeah. ways yeah. to use it than just trying to make something as realistic as possible is that that's very exciting to me like that feels like the you know the next big step in absolutely in where animation needs to go because you can do things like you're saying that you could and not even just live action but now even compared to traditional animation things that you you know you're not able to do previously and i feel like with computer art up to now a lot of it has been well yes you're doing things you can't do with traditional animation but also doesn't look as good like yeah, uh, whereas you know, into the Spider Verse seems to be finding ways to use that in ways that actually makes it look you know, you know if you want to say better or at the very least different, you know, unique, um, yeah, and very and, you know very you, good. There's also the uh, if 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 your goal is make something that looks as looks photorealistic, a why not just film people? Right. Two, which is the the number <laughs> after a. Yes, um, I was about to say. Two, two. Um, there's the uncanny valley problem, right? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's like, um, okay, I, I forgot the name of the show already. 
was the, the airplane show you guys were watching last season, Iro? Uh, the Magnificent yes, Kotobuki? where like half the show was like the hand-drawn girls, and then once they got in the planes, everyone was CG, and it was just like... Yeah, it was real weird. Uh, the planes were, were, were great. Um, I don't know why half the time they were CG and half the time they were not CG. Right. But but yeah, that, that that's like the, the problem I feel like there's been with, you know, computer computer graphics since, you know... Right, or like it instantly clashes from shot to shot. Yeah, so definitely cool to see, and hopefully, hopefully that can spill in over into our animes as well, um, and finding you know better, more creative ways of using using CG. But uh, yeah, and I'll have to... I still feel like there are there are good examples of that in anime. Like now, there's just not very yeah. many of them. Yeah, no, there certainly are, but it's it's still like shout out to Babuki Baranki. <laughs> I, I, it still feels like the exception to the rule, right? Like it's, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, there are still gifts of Berserk floating around. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Can I can I can I drop a really like backhanded shout out to Etotama? Sure. Etotama was a garbage, garbage show that was clearly pandering to pedophiles. Um, <laughs> however, the CG sections of it were really hecking good. Was that cool. was that one of the 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 terrible shows we made you watch for? Uh, yeah, okay, I'm starting to remember. I think. Uh, yeah, um, I'll, I'll I'll drop a 20, link to my write up for it. 2015. I, I remember that. Yeah, I think I I think I joined a million years ago. I think I think I I think I actually watched that one for some reason the cg set the, the cg fight sequence was actually super super cool yeah and made good use of cg and wasn't gross in any way just the rest it's of the just show the rest of the show <laughs> yes uh all right yeah no you 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 added to this right up okay yeah i did i i, I think i i think i vaguely remember yeah that being pedophile bait otherwise but hey the cg was good um, it was. Oh boy. <laughs> that's, my, that's, 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 that's my point. Like, you can do cool stuff in animation with CG. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, let's uh, move along and talk. Let's talk some, some games news. Uh, we had uh, a surprise announcement about the uh, <laughs> Kickstarter Hell, uh, current Kickstarter Hell resident uh, Bloodstained. Uh, right. Which, if if no, if everyone, uh, if anybody forgot, that is the not Castlevania game made by the original creator of Castlevania. Well, I was um, talking. I was, or, <laughs> I was. I was talking to Chris earlier, and I genuinely thought that this was already out. No, it's not. Um, also, that is not the creator of Castlevania. Or uh, <laughs> it, it's um, he is the guy who uh, basically moved Castlevania from traditional like platform stage based to close to the metroid style okay that yes so not the original creator of castlevania but the i mean he's responsible for like the the symphony of night style right like yeah yeah the the uh metroid with vampires style uh-huh. which is exactly what uh <laughs> which is exactly what bloodstained looks like i mean it looks there's, yep. there's, there's a there's a there's an elephant in this room and it's a word that nobody is saying What's that? Metroidvania. Yes. There you go. Okay. I mean, so, I, I expect Bloodstained to be a totally adequate Metroidvania. Yes. Yes. Um, as a backer of that game, 
It doesn't Ooh. look like as it doesn't look as though it has any of the spirit that I actually liked about Symphony of the Night. So oh. well, you know, it's funny we talk about we were just talking about uh Uncanny Valley CG graphics. I feel like the CG is not <laughs> helping this game. No. At all. Um cuz but hey, at least it doesn't look like poop anymore. Uh, <laughs> it looks uh, okay. Um it looks yeah, perfectly no, it, adequate. It, yeah. That that is, it does look adequate now. It it is an right. improvement, but yeah, it I remember seeing that that mock-up that was part of the campaign, and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people keep longingly looking at that and going, you know, just sighing to themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. But I was kind of immediately out of this campaign, uh, backing this campaign from the get-go, because I backed Mighty Number no. 9 and never again. <laughs> Oof, that's understandable. That's the, other, uh, the other elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the more interesting thing, like, they made that spin-off game of Bloodstained that was, like, a beautiful, like, five-stage, eight-bit style yes. platformer. So that's, that's, for the record, the one I was thinking of. The right. reason I thought it was out. Okay, yeah. And that that's, like, actually quite well-regarded by just about everybody who's played it. Um, which makes... Quite frankly, I think it what looks real, better, but, uh... <laughs> right, which makes what real Blessed look like. It's kind of like, oh, <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I guess, So I guess this, the game came up because uh, they put out a trailer... They even got shout. They even got a shout out in the in a Nintendo Direct, claiming that the game will be out this summer. And uh, sure, I hate to break it to everybody, but this summer is next month. So I'm no not going <laughs> to hold my breath. Uh, we'll see if it actually happens. Summer starts next month. It start yes. So there's there's a, a wide window. I mean, they they gave a specific date, didn't they? I didn't yeah. see one, but did they? What stained release? I want to say June somewhere. June eighteenth. Okay, yeah. so yes, that's actually yeah. So that actually is next month. Um, yep. So I'll believe it when I see it. But I, I guess if you're if you're feeling confident enough to give an exact uh, date that close, then maybe it is actually going to happen. But right, games never get delayed. I don't know why you're even <laughs> expressing a, yeah. a lack of confidence. So, here. What what is the over under on this being? Uh, better or worse than the mighty number nine debacle like you can't get worse than mighty number nine right like it's gotta be that's the thing that's a that's that's the lowest possible bar you could (laughs) set having played the like i played the like backer demo or whatever and it seems perfectly adequate if not particularly good uh but it's not terrible it's just kind of there i feel like this is going to be a bit of a ukulele situation honestly i feel like there'll be plenty of people that will be into it and most people will just not want to play it and they'll just play the original anyway. Or simply, I mean, like, mm. right. And like, if you want to channel the spirit of Symphony of the Night, like, the things that make Symphony of the Night good and memorable are all of the weird little one off things in that game that do not actually contribute to, to like, the main. Given it's weird, path. weird personality right, like, to it. Like, looking through the telescope at the, the, the moat or. Going into the confessional room and sitting down on either side, or if you sit down in a chair, you that or that the fact that you can sit down in a chair and have Alucard fall asleep, like all those weird shit that they just threw in because well, we have a CD now. Uh, <laughs> we can solve it, yeah. Right. Uh, I like the uh, the GBA and the uh, the DS games were pretty. I mean, yeah. The, uh, I mean the or the. <laughs> The three best Metroidvania Castlevania games are Symphony of the Night, Art of Sorrow, and Order of Ecclesia. Right. 
and the rest are all kind of lame. Still mad I couldn't finish Order of Ecclesia because my uh, DS broke. But Aww. someday if they they re-release that somewhere. Put it on Switch, you coward. Hey, I've got I've got I've I've got like three DSs and I think they all work. <laughs> I could I could send you one if you want. I, I have a feeling in 2019 it would probably cost more for you to ship me one than for me to uh, find find one over here, but uh, I I'm sure of it, but I, also you want to play this yeah. game and so I want to give you a motive for that. I, I do I do appreciate the uh, offer. I think <laughs> I have five devices that play DS games in this room. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them are, are uh, legal devices? Oh, they're all legal. They just okay. all got stupid anime characters on the front of them. Oh well. Like, hey, 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 hey! Pikachu is not a stupid anime. No, character. I was referring to Jibanyan, but yeah. Throwing shade at Yokai Watch. All right. So, uh, well, speaking of uh, dumb anime characters, yeah, let's, let's get into so let's get into the good. <laughs> The good stuff here, the, my, my gotcha games. Uh, the, uh, the so um, they have finally announced that uh, Yoko Taro's long-awaited follow-up to uh, <laughs> to Near. <laughs> I can't. Sorry, I can't uh. even say it with a straight face. Uh, so uh, if anybody's not aware, he well, I'm not going to say he, but he was involved in creating a, uh, a gotcha game called uh, Sino Alice, which has been out in Japan mm-hmm. for nearly two years now, I think. And it has finally been, been announced uh, for the West. Pre-registration is out. And I think they said it's coming out next month or something. Hooray. Um, it's like fairy tale themed, I believe. Is it? Is it also in the Drakengard universe? That's my uh, big question. So my understanding... So- a lot of the early concepts for the first Denier game involved fairy tale characters, and I think this is kind of their excuse to reuse some of that stuff that that, that was scrapped before. So I think it's tangentially related to the Nier universe. I mean, mark. like Nier is tangentially related to the Dragonguard universe. So that's that correct. I, yeah. I looked at the Wikipedia article for this game, and it has Cinderella's name next to the word depravity. So I'm going to say, yeah, they're probably the same. <laughs> Oh no! Yes. <laughs> so if you want, like, oh, bless, bless you, Yoko Taro. It definitely has like the uh, the creepy fairy tale horror horror vibe thing. And I'm sure if you like made up one of those like conspiracy theory like pinboard things, you could <laughs> right. map it out to all his other games. As uh... sure, I just remember the series of articles pre-release uh, that were like character spotlight. Including comments from the like designer and comments from the writer, and every single week Yoko Taro's comment was the same <laughs> about like about like I wasn't involved in this. I hope she does well, so we get paid. Yeah. <laughs> he has been very open about this being a cash grab, uh, right? I, I feel like that's I mean, a weird look. <laughs> Yoko Taro is a weird look. <laughs> yes, I feel like uh, I don't have any confirmation on what I'm about to say, but like. I feel like this was the thing that Square Enix was like, you, yeah, we can make a new Nier, but you have to help us make a mobile game that will make us a lot of money. And then, and then your Automata became a huge success. So. Well, well, this was after. Did they? Did they actually? They were like concurrent. Was it? Was it that concurrent? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I could see that because because 
they basically had to hold Dragon Quest hostage to uh, make Nier, right? That's right. So, Yosuke Saito threatened to quit yes. if he did not get to work with Yokotaro. As the legend goes. So maybe that was part of the uh, the, host- the, uh, the hostage situation. He had to make a mobile game along with it. Oh, who, knows? who knows? So what is so what is what is the current status of Sinoalis? Uh, it's uh, they're taking like early registration signups for the yeah, West. Yeah, so it's been out for a while in Japan, and and they're just now oh, okay. announcing it for um, international release. So, though uh, my understanding is some the uh, mobile game enthusiasts are not happy because the company bringing it over is Nexon. Who uh, apparently is very like if it does not meet their projections, they will shut it down fast. Is my understanding uh-huh. uh, based on like how they've treated other things they yeah. brought over? That's always a the number one concern with uh, some like Korean yeah. conglomerate. It looks really boring playing. anyway. I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, and. If, if if multitude interviews are to go by, even if I play Sino you know, Alice, it's not like it's going to Yoko Taro paid anymore. Right. So, all right. Well, um, there's one thing I'm. Well, I'm not afraid to admit this anymore. I try all the gotcha games. So how dare you? I even tried. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I even tried review Starlight when that came out a week or two ago. And well, what about the magnificent Kotobuki gotcha game? Well, if that if that comes out in, in if that comes out in the U.S., I will definitely give that a shot. Um, but uh, I also end up dropping them pretty quickly. But uh, what about have you, you dropped know, Grand what? Blue Fantasy? There you go, Iro. Yes. Okay. Good I segue. put that down, and you picked it up. <laughs> uh, the game I'm still playing is Grand Blue Fantasy, and uh, I, I I think even people who are not interested in Grand Blue Fantasy are in, interested in Grand Blue Fantasy versus which is the uh, fighting game being developed by Arc System Works. What platform does it be? Uh, uh, PS4. Okay. Uh, it's going to be PS4. It's pretty much using the... Like Dragon Ball Fighters engine, basically. Or the, guilt, the Guilty Gear. Right, the, the, yeah. Guilty Gear the Guilty Gear Dragon Ball Fighters engine, where it look, it's 3D anime. It looks gorgeous. All right, the the um, like Arc System Works sorcery that they divined to make 2D yeah, fighting whatever. games out of 3D. Yeah, whatever black magic they use to make 3D anime, uh, they've used it on this. It looks fantastic. Hmm. Other uh, than all of the characters being blue and gold? Yes. They did made an interesting initial roster where all the characters have like the same color palette. But uh, and I'm not... I'm a bit skeptical on how good of a fighting game it's going to be because... A lot of the characters are just. I have a sword. I have two swords. And I shoot magic, or I have two swords, and they're kind of. I don't know how the. I don't know how they're going to work out the variety so much on that. But uh, well, they did announce a couple different types of characters the last two, but uh, it, it, it basically this came up because the they announced a uh, beta for the game, which is going to be coming up. Um, I think later this month. Do you have to pre-order to um, get it, or? Uh, they, they said to to register. There's a register page, okay. which I haven't done yet, but I, I need to get on that. Um, and I was actually surprised because I was ready to because I have a, a Japanese P- PSN account. I was going to sign up for, with that, and then they announced like hours later, oh, we did. Here's the you know international 
sign up. So they're actually planning on releasing this simultaneously worldwide, I think, is the plan now. So go ahead and sign up for the beta. I hope it goes better than the Dragon Ball one. I don't know if anybody anybody participated in that. It's like too many people signed up and everything crashed. Oh. Yeah, I I got into like two matches or something and all that. They're also doing the weird thing um, with the Grand Blue one. They're doing the weird thing where they only have the beta available for like a couple hours at a time. Right. Didn't jump like Nintendo that. like Nintendo does that. I think that's um, it uh, makes sense if you're wanting to like load test the servers and right. respond to like if you know the forms. If you know that they're only going to play from this hour to this hour rather than over the whole weekend or whatever, then that's like you know that's gonna be maximum server load or whatever, you know. Right, you get as many people playing as possible at a time. And and you, and yeah, you get does. time to fix stuff while nobody is playing. <laughs> right. As, as yeah. someone who maintains like web services used by millions of people, I can completely understand why that would be a thing that they would do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, definitely. So, um, so that's pretty cool that they're, they're, I thought it was cool they're doing it international. So if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. I'll definitely be checking that out. And then uh, they also announced a, a new character, which who is not a blue character. Uh, it's actually a red character. Not a gold one. So r- blue or gold, right? It's, uh, it's actually uh, so they they announced uh, Ladiva, who is uh, they need they needed a grappler, so they brought in a, a wrestler, right? And uh, interesting choice because she's also a trans woman. Cool. Um, I I'm only putting a question mark on that because the game itself does not make that entirely explicit Does the I suppose, show but it explicit? It, i don't know if she appears in the i haven't watched the anime chris did you ever did you watch the entire anime i know you watched some of it uh, i dropped it after two episodes <laughs> okay well there you go yeah the anime is not it, terribly exciting the plot is actually sold like sixty thousand copies or something absurd <laughs> yes it's, it, it was it was fine shit. for what it was it's just you it know was, got it was at that. least self-aware which yeah yeah um yeah with this particular character they they try to take i think the least controversial approach possible but uh she does she she does use female pronouns and in all the marketing and everything they've been using female pronouns and interesting in the the game mechanics certain mechanics are affected by gender and uh with with her the 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 mechanics did not apply as either gender which i thought was interesting you 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 so where does this question mark come from what uh, I I guess because they don't really. The, like, the wiki said that like they never use they just never use gender pronouns, right? Or something. Is this like you a, a uh, Ian, thousand year door situation where some localizations do it differently? Or yeah, well, I think there's only the one. I mean, there's only the one English localization, obviously. Okay, but um, so may, maybe maybe there shouldn't be a question mark, and I'm I'm wrong on that, but uh. I, I guess in the in the actual like because I, I play through her story part and everything, they kind of uh, don't really talk about it other than that's you know and I, I'm a little wary because I feel like they kind of play into some possible stereotypes because right like when I saw this you know, she's tra- when up. I saw this trailer without any other context I asked you like oh is this the gay stereotype like burly man character right that's what it 
it comes off without any other context, you know, in based on, you know, how anime usually works. But, you know, I think, I think it's, I think it's a, a, and you know, I'm, I'm not a good person to make this judgment call, but I think it's a, it's a safe, um, they, they try to play it safe with it. And it, I, I, I think it's probably fine, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, interesting choice for the roster. Hmm. I, I think I'm more. I think I was more surprised that they picked an SR character and not an SSR character, because <laughs> uh, uh, this particular character does not have a super super rare version. Um, I figured they would pick all SSRs for the because uh, oh, I mean, yeah. there's literally hundreds of characters in Grand Blue. I'm, I assumed if they're only going to put like you know twelve in the game or something, I have to. Be I, all I have the, to uh, assume that when the when Versus launches, there's going to be an event in the Gacha game that like promotes the characters that are on the roster. That's yeah, true. Yeah. All new, new, Good point. Get all new uh, new versions. It'll put me to put me to work. I mean, heck, to there are, roles. there's a bunch of Detective Pikachu stuff going on in Pogo right now. So I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, definitely makes sense. Yeah, because we're gonna have because uh, we're gonna have verses, and then they have the uh, the the other game, the action game. Wait, really? Which, there's more than one of these. Yeah, there's a what I think it's called Relink, and it's an action game that was originally being developed by Platinum. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That also looks fantastic. Um, Platinum has they they did have the weird um, like they're, split. Yeah, they're no longer working on that game now. It's all side games. Yeah. I thought that was really weird. Uh, like I think like a month or two ago, it wasn't. It was pretty recently. Platinum was like, "We have finished our work on this game. We're handing off the side games. We now have nothing to do with this game. We just want to make that clear." That's how it came off to me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. like I, I understand. Like you know, that that hap- that probably happens a lot where you know game companies finish their part and you know don't do any and hand it off or whatever to the to side games. But I felt. I mean, I can't remember any other circumstance where they made a point of like making an announcement of it. Like, hey, they made a... there's going to be stuff in this game that we're not happy with. <laughs> is what that sounds like. Yeah, it, it makes me suspicious. But I mean, just based on what I've seen of it, it, it looks great. Like, it's it's uh-huh. like the 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 art direction and everything on it looks fantastic. They did a very nice job of like translating the 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 Grand Blue art style, which I really like. To uh, kind of 3D, like a 3D action game type of thing. Yeah, I'm looking at some screenshots. It does look, it does look good. Yeah, but uh... do either of these games have Gachapin in them? <laughs> because I want to fight as that thing. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, boo. We'll we'll see. Um. All right. So let's move along to one last one last. <laughs> gotcha. We've looped it back around. We've looped it back around to Pokemon again. Uh, DNA, I think that's how you're supposed to say it, right? DNA, yeah. which is the mobile game company that has collaborated with Nintendo on all of their mobile games. So you know the they were involved with the, they were involved in Animal Crossing and uh, uh, the the the, the... Mario. I don't I don't I don't think they were involved in Mario Run. I thought they were involved in Animal Crossing and the other Gacha game they put out. The Fire Emblem, yes. Fire Emblem heroes. I, I, think, hmm. I, I, when I looked it up, I thought they mentioned that they were Mario Run. Um, 
Maybe. Certainly, like, yeah, no, Nintendo have been working with them, and they're probably still working with them for the uh, Mario Kart one. Mario Kart World, I think, is the yes, one? Yes, I think they're definitely working on with that. Yeah, yeah. they were involved but, uh, with Super Mario Run, Mitomo, Fire Emblem Heroes, and Animal Crossing. Oh, I miss Mitomo so much. Right, and, yeah, and they're making dude. Mario Kart Tour. Yeah, Tour. Okay, not World. Gotcha. R- rest in peace, Mitomo. That was a lot of fun for the, like, two weeks everybody was... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they've uh, they're talking about a Pokemon yes. game apparently. Yeah, so they have announced that they're working on a poke- Pokemon game, which there have been quite a few mobile Pokemon games. Uh, most Shuffle, notably, of course, Go, was, but was was beyond that. What, there's the one that has figures in it, like Island or something. Duel. Pokemon Duel. Duel, yeah, Duel, and then there was the 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 one where everybody's a cube, right. That's what I was quest. thinking of. Quest. That's right. Uh, and then there's Go, and then there's Shuffle. And those, I think, are all of the... Po- oh, and Magikarp Jump. Oh, God, I yeah. I loved oh, the Magikarp, Magikarp Jump. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah. I forgot about that. So there's been quite a few, but this has me wondering if we're going to get the legit, like, I... real gotcha <sighs> roll for your uh, five-star Pikachu. I find that concept repulsive. <laughs> Same. Well... I find it very interesting because uh, if you go back to like, well, really every gacha game rips off Pokemon in some capacity, like with the elemental weaknesses and stuff like that. Like, like uh, going back to uh, Puzzles and Dragons, right? For example, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I think it makes perfect sense, but also, oh yeah, it does. It's I mean, like, it's like, but I, it's like it's bringing it full circle almost. In many ways, Pogo is already a gacha game. Yeah, I'm just right. I don't. Except- I, the idea of pulling the slot machine to get your SSR surfing Pikachu. So what, uh, what have they what have, what have they said about it? Nothing. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Pretty much nothing. Pokemon game. So this is pure speculation. Okay. Uh, but based on, I guess based on their current track record, uh, you know, is it going to be more like a Fire Emblem thing where they're going the traditional gotcha game route, or is it, are they going to? And I feel like we've done enough weird spin-offs of Pokemon that like that seems like the logical choice. Um but I don't know. It's hmm. pure speculation at this point. Yeah. Um I will roll for five star surfing Pikachu though. <laughs> Same. <laughs> don't do this. I'll do it. With, I'm with fully my, prepared to go bankrupt. With my with my gotcha luck, it shouldn't take uh, you. Uh, motherfucker. <laughs> I have to bring that up as much as possible. So, um, all right. So I think that concludes our new segment. <laughs> I took most of the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well, you don't fun. know how long we're going to go for. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, um, we'll, we've only got the two shows to talk that's about. Fair, so that's I, fair. I think we'll, I think we'll be only slightly. I mean, as as we transition from Pokemon to currently airing shows, shout out to Pokemon sun and moon. <laughs> Still going, still good. still good. It's kind of wrapping up. Yeah, aren't they gonna? Isn't it gonna be time to change over to? Yeah, uh, like uh, one, once Sword and Shield come out, like the the anime usually changes within the, you know like a couple weeks of the game. God, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to anime Japanese Britain. <laughs> yes, I just really always... liked the change in pace for Alola, and I'm gonna be sad to go back to something mm. more traditional. You don't know that that's what they're going to do. Maybe they'll stick with it. It worked. You know, well for hey, them, right? yeah, maybe. But uh... <laughs> I mean, you say it worked well. It kind of didn't. In what way? 
it's not very popular in Japan. Oh, really? Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought the ratings were like quite good for a while. I hope so. Like the I TV, feel like, like I heard that it, that it really dipped, but maybe I'm wrong. Are they just not good by Pokemon standards, but otherwise I mean, good? There's no situation like like with Lupat where changing up yeah. the formula has me going, oh, this is cool and new and interesting. I like it. Whereas like domestically, everyone's like, why'd you change the formula? This sucks. <laughs> Well, I don't know. You're, you're just a kid show hipster. <laughs> I like the podcast, okay? I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, they're never going to cancel it, so there's nothing right. really to worry about. Probably even more untouchable than Super Zentai. Uh, right. Well, it's a, a, they're not going to cancel it, but are they going to change it in some way? Because what? Some, however they think is going to get the ratings up or whatever. What but, if the next yeah. Super Sentai is the next Pokemon game? Oh, anime. Oh, it's a crossover <laughs> everybody's been waiting for. All right. Can't wait. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sign me up. That'll that'll sell some toys for sure. I'll buy them. Yeah, give me a Pokemon transforming belt thing. Hey, something. you've been oh, to one, you, you've been to one first, Chris. I'm sure that there are crossover toys that you could buy. I was not looking at Pikachu's. I was looking at bad Godzilla figures. Touche. You know, I, I didn't include it, but I did see something about a Godzilla gotcha game coming out. Oh, sure. good. Oh, what? Yeah, I didn't put that on the uh, the story the the news stories here, but that's also a thing. Gotcha game. <laughs> I feel so sorry for your wallet. Yeah, pretty much. I'll look into that one. But, uh, anyway, to mobile from Nexon. Great. <laughs> yes. Well, I get a good year so out of it then. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, and I don't know how long that's going to last. But anyway, let's talk about some anime while we still have time here. Um, so let's talk about Carol and Tuesday, which is the show we're all still watching. Uh, since last time uh, we talked about, we, we had episode four and five, which I did not update in the notes, but it was five, not three. <laughs> um, episode four was... The music video episode, which what a great episode! I felt, I, it was fun. I felt like this was like the most self indulgent. Like if I keep, I keep harping on Shinichiro Watanabe being like this cranky old man and kind of indulging his old man music tastes here, um, particularly with some of the references and like the like painfully on the nose episode choice for uh, <laughs> or choice for episode title. Which was, uh, you know, the video killed the radio star by the Buggles. It's like, oh, I guess it's going to be the music video. Let's name it after that. But um, they did have some fun references. A lot of uh, a lot of thriller and uh, what is still the greatest music video of all time, which is Take On Me by Aha. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Wait, hang on. No, stop. Because the, <laughs> thing about, the thing about that video is that it is like rotoscoped animation crossed with some live action stuff how do you do that in an animation show you should watch this anime <laughs> okay um i think so the, the the references they make to it they are mostly just talking about it they they mention a they they say a few things that say oh i know what they're, they're talking about that video and there's like one still shot of like the girls looking into a mirror with like different art in the mirror style, but it's like a, I think, I think it was a still shot. I don't even think it's no, like animated it was very, or anything. It was a very short moving shot. Or very short. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't do the full. And it's the like 
animated versions of them looking at them from the window in the take on me looking style. Right, right. So they didn't do like the full on experience, but um, but also the drawings in the mirror were just done by a child. Oh, yes. that's good. Uh, yeah, because because uh, <laughs> so the plot is they want to make a music video uh and to go viral on the YouTube uh and so they buy the on like Amazon they see this director robot with its AI it will you know do everything do all the work for you and so. They, it's only like 20 bucks or something or it's like 20 long uh and so they buy this robot and go through the steps to make a music video but it's actually a scam and it makes the shittiest music video in the world <laughs> it just lays uh, about drinking beer yes yes wait the robot yes <laughs> yes apparently it runs on beer i need to watch scam. the show oh, this episode is so good what it's i've seen of the show looks like yeah uh that's the scam they've put together is uh to to get beer is pretend to make claim to be good at making music videos and then the results are terrible <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny the Can robot also it? voiced by satake yuki same as same voice actor as qt from space dandy if you couldn't tell by the very exact same voice that they was using <laughs> I in english to be fair uh oh, okay yeah uh the writer for this episode was did a lot of the best space dandy episodes in my opinion including the zombie episode and the race episode and the uh multiple universe episode right um so yeah that that was that was fun and then we had this week's episode which i think was a little more plot heavy i guess right um which was (laughs) i i did i did like We've had our sequence of like terribly failed ventures to make the girls famous, <laughs> and now they're like extremely wary of anything that the the manager guy and the the, and the what's his name Roddy yeah. come up with at this point because they're still trying to like hit the big home run here, and uh, but in this in this case they arrange a small club show for their first uh, gig, and we have a little bit more on the whole. B plot with uh, Angela and her uh, Vocaloid producer right. uh, guy, which I don't know where that's going. I I, I a rival or something. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I thought it was interesting. They had like the you know we keep talking about how like the music is not necessarily blowing us away in this show. Yeah, like I couldn't tell because there's, there's a part where Angela, who's supposedly getting like this like synthetic music from this guy or whatever. I don't know what they're, what exactly they're doing, but he makes a song for her and uh, she sings it to this guy. He's trying to get it as an investor. And I was like, so is this supposed to be amazing? Is this supposed to be good? Or is this supposed to be not good? Or like, I I couldn't tell like what they were going for at this point because it sounded like. It sounded fine, I guess. Fine pop music, I guess. So like. The problem with the show for me is I can't tell when the music's supposed to be good and when it's not supposed to be good. And yeah. like, I mean, cause it's always like good, like, like it's fine. Right. right. But like, I can't tell like the, the, and that's the challenge we've talked about before right. with like throwing superlatives around also, when you say, if it's like, if you understand the narrative purpose, it's supposed to be serving uh, within the anime as a whole, rather than just as the music by itself, like, isn't it fine? I guess. Yeah, it is, but like in the, in the example I'm I was giving, like I couldn't tell what 
<laughs> what, the, what the narrative purpose was there. Was she supposed to right. be singing an amazing song? Which I guess it turned out she was, which raises other questions. They, they like, got the investing, so... Yeah, which raises other questions. Is like, okay, well, if this guy can spit out synthetic music that's still amazing, then, like, what are we, you know, I don't know. What what, what is the the message we're going for here? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, like, 20 episodes, so... Yes. So, uh... But, yeah, I mean, it's it's still enjoyable it's fine i'm still not personally like head over heels for it but i am enjoying it it is well produced i I am enjoying watching it yeah i don't know i just i feel like i'm i'm kind of glad that we're getting back onto plot because it feels like the last three ish episodes were very much they they felt a lot like space dandy and more more like more than it normally does in that it was very uh, what's our plan to get famous this uh, episode? Yeah. What what are we going to do to piss off Ertegun? Because he's the comic relief character right. now. Um, and then how does the plan backfire? And that's fine. They they weren't bad episodes. It's just, you know, it, it kind of feels a bit like a different show at that point. Because when plot starts happening in episode five, and we even get a bit of like uh, resolution, well, not resolution, but a continuation of, um tuesday's brother and what what he's meant to be doing yeah um it just seems very strange when we've come from the alcoholic (laughs) robot episode yeah um yeah because this show is trying to do something like it's it it's still trying to do something somewhat serious like with a message right like so having those having too many Mm. uh you know beer drinking robot episodes does kind of pull you off track uh, you know, I, I think I suppose the other thing is the other thing as well is that 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 uh, music video episode also, even though it was like mostly uh, a, a kind of goofy episode and it didn't have a lot of um, ramifications for the plot in general, it did also include the um, Gus's ex-wife and her her new partner yes. plot, which is. Like, um, it's it's one of those things where, like, it it's obviously not going to be very important for the the plot in general, but it's it's one of those like way more serious things than you'd expect from an episode that was doing all this other crazy weird shit. So yes, it's I, I just guess I got a bit of whiplash from the tone in that episode a little bit. Yeah, because they they bring in uh, his ex wife who is um tells him that she's uh. Or is she married already, or getting, or getting, getting married, married to her new partner, or something? And yeah, I think she's getting married. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I like, I liked um, like when she's talking to the girls. She's like, "So, do either of you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend?" Like, uh, she made sure to cover all the bases. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, Carol and Tuesday's first experience of meeting her was her kissing her yes. partner, which was the show didn't make any real fuss over either which yeah is good. yeah I, I thought that was cool that they they worked that in um in a in a very seamless natural way which is great um yeah but yes you know we're, we're there are there are like important you know serious things going on or and there is a bit of whiplash there i would agree um but i i think i i feel like maybe they're gonna settle in now because or at least more settle in now more that they've kind of established. Okay. This manager guy doesn't really quite know what he's doing, or he maybe he's overestimating his, uh, 
reach in the industry in pr- the present day. Let's put it uh, that I, way. I, I, I go back to your, like Wasnabe is an old man note. It seems very. It, to line up with that, it seems for him to have the idea of let's go viral, the music video to fail miserably, but let's start with a small gig at a club. It's apparently going great. Uh, yes. Yes. And the, the kind of the, like the old, the older lady who's the, the club owners, like when Roddy shows her the phone, he's like, ah, she's like, I can't get anything from watching that. You know, you're gonna have to bring them here or whatever. <laughs> I definitely heard. I definitely heard some cranky old man voice in. Uh, <laughs> right in there but uh but yes that's kind of where we we leave off where the girls rather than getting through their you know get famous or going through some crazy get famous quick scheme they're going to start from the bottom doing you know one one song at a tiny little club in front of 10 people and you know work their way up that's what they're going for so um so yeah it's uh it's still a still a fun show i'm i'm enjoying it um and you know hopefully they'll kind of balance things out a bit better over the course of the next 20 whatever episodes we still have to go yeah it's like at the end of the day even with these kind of weird uh weird tone issues it's still like i i i I guess i came off of episode five thinking more that i cared about I, i feel like i'm invested in the world and not with the characters really um not, not that I, you know, it, it's one of those things where you, you kind of watch it and feel like you are uh, on Carol and Tuesday's side. You want to see them succeed, but as characters, they are pretty, you know, there's not much to them. They're, they're. I feel like they put more of their time into showing you how weird Mars is and all the weird tech involved in right. living in Mars that. I feel like I'm way more interested. Like I feel like I was more emotionally invested in Tuesday's suitcase coming home than <laughs> or anything when, else. Uh, when uh, when the the owl is sad when they're talking about taking the AIs out for a walk. Yeah, uh, like so it's it's weird things like that. But like it is it is still a fun show, and I feel like even like I I feel like the the plot could be pretty whatever, and there's still interesting shit happening in the background that it's still going to keep me entertained. But right. Yeah, there's some reservations. Why they put the show on Mars and not just in 2050 New York, right? Like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I it 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 just it feels like it should have more meat on its bones than it actually has. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the the thing that's kind of bugging me a little bit. But that's not. But hey, it has Instagram. (laughs) Yes, Instagram has survived intact and completely unchanged. Uh, <laughs> way far into the future on Mars. Mm. Uh, you know, I wonder how much they paid for that sponsorship. The, uh, and this isn't even the first time they've done it. Like there was the Instagram episode of um, of Agretzko as well. Oh right, there was. The, I forgot all about that. Agretzko was really curious to know, though, right? Like, like yeah, well, didn't. Uh place for their universe have a ton of instagram stuff too uh probably which yeah i don't know but uh maybe instagram is the new pizza hut then the friend friend to all anime no boy granted Uh, like instagram in in carol and tuesday is also like a major part in what enabled gus to stalk carol and tuesday so (laughs) yes i don't know what like positive sign off on that is yeah. Don't tag your location at home, friends. Uh, 
but uh <laughs> yes all right um so let's move on to our last topic this will be interesting because i think i'm the only one currently watching sars on my uh chris and colons where do you guys stand on ikuhara penguin drum was fine and it also kind of sold me on not really chasing up the rest of it i saw like an episode of yurikuma and was like "Eh, whatever okay um uh, my position is uh i i try to separate the art from the artist (laughs) (laughs) that's uh (laughs) that's a very diplomatic position um Uh, i i understand that there are some really questionable motives behind like the way he treats women for example but I still think that, like, I don't know, Madoka's a, a good show. It's not the Kuhara. Isn't it? Are you thinking of Urobuchi? I am thinking of Urobuchi. <laughs> yes. Kuhara. I'm is good one. I'm good with names. No, Penguin Drum and Yurikuma. Uh, uh, Yurikuma and uh, Yurikuma and... Uh, Review Starlight? Uh, Review Starlight was made by... It's one of his protégés that worked on that oh, okay and that. also um uh common rider game how are we getting ikuhara and like i feel like those are like the two like farthest possible i don't know i, but, I, uh, I love penguin drum and i love thunderbolt fantasy okay has anybody ever seen pass crossover has anybody ever seen Ikuhara and Urobuchi in the same place at the same time? Real talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to throw that question out there. Uh, anyway, um, I'm going to get I'm going to get absolutely destroyed for all of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. That 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 would require us having real listeners, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh-huh. So Sarazan Mai, uh, but my my consistent through line on this has been this is actually the most straightforward story that Ikuhara has ever presented. Uh, and that continues to be the case as we like he's there's weird stuff happening, which isn't even really that weird if you take into context that it's it's based on like the, the, the Kappa myth and on how they you know on what they do. Um, on your butt. Which yes, they pull your soul out of your butt or whatever but they, god i didn't know that <laughs> yes that's how the kappa that's how the kappa legends go and that's what they basically apply in fantastical... suddenly suddenly adakawa yeah. under the bridge gets really weird Swim <laughs> <laughs> in the river because you won't drown but a, you know kappa will yank stuff out of your butt um yes well you will drown while he's doing that but that's is this like a metaphor for lyme disease is that where this came from i don't know who knows I think they just didn't want kids to go out in the river alone and drown. But uh, anyway, uh, so this show, I feel like, has been very straightforward up to now. We've had the three main characters, uh, you know, had their secrets revealed, which that's kind of the whole hook is when they, they do this whole Sara's on my thing. They have to uh, they, they you know, the other boys see their their deepest, darkest secrets uh so i love persona <laughs> yes it's actually somewhat similar if to that every time but, you um, your persona everybody saw your deepest darkest secrets is basically the hook currently. right like like you literally like see the flashback of like stuff happening but right. i guess it's a similar concept of of you know everybody kind of seeing the real you or whatever uh so 
episode four focused on the it was we were we were due to focus on the delinquent kids so the th- there's three boys we've already kind of uh done an episode with the first two and this is like the third kid who uh and i don't know if if, if you if if you're gonna plan on watching it maybe i'll back off on the spoilers a little bit i don't know but uh do you recommend watching it um, if you liked, um, any previous Ikuhara anime in any capacity, uh, then yes, I would recommend watching it. Um, and I think this, like I said, this kind of cuts away a lot of the, um, I guess, abstract stuff. And it's a lot more of a straightforward story. Um, but, uh. Yeah, so I, I would I would definitely recommend checking it out. And I guess I, I guess even if you weren't crazy about his other stuff, you know, you might like this a bit more just because it is uh, a bit more straightforward. Uh, and that said, if <laughs> to try to talk about it without spoilers is a bit tough, but because uh, they they basically constantly drop plot bombs all throughout the episode or every episode. I'm, in, I'm into shows that move. Yes. Um, <laughs> Because uh, you know you have your, your your main characters that look like they're one way, and then you get the kind of their their dark secrets. So like uh, you know this one kid, he's what we have what we have seen him so far. Like when we first meet him, he's stealing a car. We've seen him dealing drugs, right? Um, Straight up uh, weed. Uh, at one point, he was waterboarding somebody. <laughs> Whoa! Um, <laughs> right. He's, <laughs> he's been doing some bad stuff. And uh, this episode kind of reveals a bit why we get a little bit of his family history and it actually makes him uh, a pretty sympathetic character, which is interesting compared to like the, the kid who's like the quote unquote main kid who, you know, you think he's just trying to, uh, you know, connect with his, you know, little brother who's like handicapped and he turns out to be like kind of a sociopath. <laughs> Like stealing uh, stuff, right? Like, yeah, amongst other things, which we'll get, which kind of comes up more right, episode like, five. I am a couple episodes behind. Uh, yeah, um, so it's kind of an interesting contrast where, like, the main kid you think that's like the good guy is actually kind of um, crazy, and the, the 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 ostensibly bad kid is actually a pretty decent person, uh, and that's kind of what we get in episode four, um, and then five comes back around to the main kid who has this <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll say this much so like we're talking about him being like kind of sociopathic here uh he has this ongoing thing where he's trying to convince his younger brother that he's been texting as his favorite idol girl and right he finds out that the the uh this is a little spoilerish but i'll try to keep it I kind of have to bring it up to talk about it. So his brother's like, yeah, I'm going to this meet and greet to meet the girl. And I'm going to give her this secret phrase and everything. Oh no. And so, so to cover it with like, without hesitation, he goes to the delinquent kid, like no like hesitation or remorse or anything. He's like, I'm going to have you kidnap the idol girl. (laughs) And that's like the plot of episode five. Wacky hijinks. Yeah, so fun, fun, wacky hijinks. Uh, well, as as is often the case with Ikuhara, you do actually get some weird, funny stuff mixed in with some like pretty disturbing things if you actually think about what they're doing. Um, but uh, 
so that's that ends up being the plot of episode five and all kinds of stuff goes down in there. But yeah, it's, I, I really like that. Um, well, I guess it's kind of a, a double-edged sword where I do like the, the more straightforward storytelling and that the plot's moving really fast and they're like, they're dropping plot twists. And when half like, of each episode is stock footage, you have to fit the plot into the remaining 12 minutes. Yes, they do recycle not one, but two like dance song transformation sequence things, uh, which is takes up at least five minutes of every episode. I but, love uh, Icatsu. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is, I suppose, nothing new for, for anime with that have transformations or whatever. But um, yeah. but this has two, which is unusual. But uh, or, or, or for that matter, uh, Tokus had two shows. <laughs> yeah. Next show. Yes. Anything with a lengthy transformation. Um, but yeah, so I, like I'm enjoying the more straightforward uh, plot but also kind of miss like one of the things I love with like Penguin Drum and other Ikuhara stuff is like the more, I actually, I liked the abstract, like kind of making you, your brain process the, you know, the types of moods and feelings without directly telling you what's happening. Um, and I feel like there's not really a ton of that here. Like all the fantasy mm. stuff is just tied around like the, the Kappa stuff, which is not really like a, it's not like a mystery or anything. It's just most mostly just a crazy visual element, I guess, to make things interesting. But I don't feel like it's adding to the story other than being kind of a plot device to force the the boys to see each other's secrets, that kind of thing. Mm. Whereas whereas I feel like in previous Igohara stuff, he's he, he's using the weird stuff to like create a mood and like make you feel certain things. And the, here it's just they're just showing you the plot. So I don't know if it's gonna be better or worse. Um, moving forward for the rest of the show, but that's kind of my feelings on it at the moment. But either way, it's it's I think it's great. I'm enjoying it a lot, and it'll pro- probably be for me an anime of the year contender uh, once all is said and done. So go check that out, everybody. <laughs> Noted. Um. Okay. Because it's interesting because as a person who did not really enjoy what I saw of Penguin Drum or Drikuma. Like it being more straightforward makes it more appealing to me. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's necessarily better or worse. I think it, it may just come down to what is, you know, person, what's your personal preference? But, um, but yeah, it is, it is a little bit different than his previous stuff. So like I said, if you've, if you've had any, like even a little bit of interest in his previous work, uh, I, I think it's worth checking out. Okay, fair enough. I, at the end of the day, though, I I'm already watching the uh, anime of the year, Pokemon Sun and Moon. So, hell yeah, Lana Kroger. It was cool. How, how did we? Because uh, that actually made our list one year, didn't it? <laughs> I I kind of strong armed it onto the list. It's true. Nice. Well done. Uh, yeah, one of like, like I think it was like two, two like years ago, three years, years ago. Yeah, we we somehow managed to because it was good. Work that in there, but I think God, that show's been yeah. going for like 120 episodes. Yeah, long time. All right, so I think that's gonna do it then. Uh, oh, we don't episode. get to talk about Kaikatsu Zubat. <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll we'll that's where we'll wrap up. Go, go. I'll, I'll turn the show. I'll turn the show over to you, 
go go ahead. We, I've, I've only got to... this thing, but the clips are there's, 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 not, there's, there's not really that much to say about it. Uh, Zubat is the best at everything. Uh, <laughs> all of the enemies are the second best at everything. I get to Zubat. Uh, and and that show is a gift factory. <laughs> Uh, Kaiketsu Zubat is a toku show from the, the like late seventies uh, of the same like sort of lineage. I think it's the same writer even uh, of like the original common writer Super Sentai yeah. about uh, a detective. Is he, is he a detective? He's, no. he's in Hayakawa. Detective is not. He's more like a cowboy. <laughs> I, I mean, with, maybe entitled uh, magic right. guitar. The, yeah, this, the the hero has you know wears his cowboy outfit, has a guitar. And he's like looking for whoever killed his his buddy, and so, every episode you know meets the flashback to that death. <laughs> how how did we get to talking about this on May twelfth, two thousand nineteen? Well, Joe, <laughs> this is Chris's. Fault. But there was a, a, a very good Toku GIF twitter account that was tweeting out gifs of this show and and we and and today we got to the episode yes, that made us did. watch this show well, was it, it was the billiards was episode. It? yes it was <laughs> <laughs> so so our our hit so that there's a there's a, a fun competition where they uh put two like empty beer bottles on a pool table with uh two balls on top of it and i guess the goal is to like knock the balls off of the the, the oh bottles. you know what? i think i've seen and this. so the the <laughs> the enemy the bad the bad character uh knocks it round the table and we see some close-ups and then the ball like lifts itself off of the table definitely hanging from a string and knocks the two balls off the beer cans uh beer bottles rather ah, um and, and then our hero our hero does the same thing, except <laughs> instead of just knocking them off of the bottles, they are knocked off, knock out the two like henchmen behind him, and then float unevenly back to land on top of the bottle. Clearly on a string, right? Like, yeah, yep. very clearly. I, I, I've, I've seen like they that. even drop low enough to the ground and then raise up again above the beer bottles to land on them. It is terrific. Yeah, it's, it's, it's truly it's astonishing. Very, also, in very, this episode, uh, that. Also in this episode, there was definitely a child dangling from a crane in real life. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there was definitely no green screen uh, there. 70s Toku is a treasure. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll have to uh, revive the Kung Fu movie podcast and do Super Inframan. <laughs> I, I think my, my my favorite running my favorite running gag about the show is that midway through every fight, in order to do his his transformation, rather than do the transformation then and there, he just disappears, and then is like immediately in his fun car, <laughs> driving very quickly, but from very far away from where the fight was happening until then. So I think he can teleport. Uh, Understandable. Yes. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've I've seen that that uh, that clip with the, the the billiards. Now that you guys mentioned it, yeah. so that's uh, that's pretty good. That that was very good. Maybe, maybe Chris, can... do you have any any fun observations to share about Kakatsu Zubat? Um, Thirty two episodes to go. Oh boy! Right. <laughs> While I'm enjoying it more than the last uh, Turkish show we watched. Oh, God, I believe uh, Zubat. Let's not talk about Ultraman RB because <laughs> it's bad. I believe Zubat shows up in one of the. More recent common writer crossover films, ooh, yeah, uh, like 
some villain like almost escapes, but he's stopped by Zubat and Inazuman and Kikaider or something. Like all, all the like side ones, and they pull <laughs> him up. <laughs> something along those lines. Uh, yeah, time to watch right. old Toku because current Toku is bad. Oh. Confirmed. I mean, if you want to like watch original Gridman, I'd be up for that. <laughs> Well, if, if old Toku is bad, or, or new Toku is bad, and new anime is bad, are we just all watching old stuff now at this point? Is that where we're... Yes, I mean, when we're does also that... watching Dano, Kyle, if you want to talk about that. I'm, I'm le- legit watching Ashton Ojo right now, so yes. I mean, <laughs> well, we can't talk because we're watching Ava, so... Yeah, no, I, no I'm, I'm not... I'm saying that's, <laughs> that's what's <laughs> happening right now. We're watching, we're watching Evangelion and... Uh, Watching Evangelion and Legend of the Galactic Heroes, and I'm watching two new shows, but I'm watching, you know, six episodes a week of uh, the other ones. Um, all right, let's let's wrap this up. We've gone we've gone <laughs> on long enough. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you both again for being on. Do you have anything you want to plug before we, uh, like, uh, before we? Uh, have you heard on? of this website, theglorioblog.com? <laughs> Yes, we'll, we'll get to that one, but uh, I don't know if you—I don't know if you have any—I don't know if you have anything else you want to um, shout out at this point. But uh, that yeah. radio station thing. Yeah, Colons, you can shout out that radio show that 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 your. Hey, if 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 you like if you like Ikatsu and want to hear um, Ikatsu music once a week, uh, or if you dislike you can... Ikatsu and you want more votes on other songs so that Ikatsu doesn't get played. <laughs> You can you can you can uh, listen to a, a, and I, I'm I'm plugging it despite the fact that it's not my show, um, uh, but because I mentioned Daikatsu earlier, um, uh, you can listen to Nakades, which is a anime music radio show on FM. If you're in the Crew and Cheshire area, you can tune in to. It's incredibly narrow. What are you laughing about? It's incredible. Like considering our listener base, how narrow of an audience that must be. Of well, I would listen, be. You can listen online, though, right? So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. no, but let, we'll we'll get to that. Okay, yes. uh, you can tune in on one hundred seven point nine FM at okay. uh, nine PM uh, UK time, whatever that is. Um, or you can go to thisisthecat.com dot okay. uh, and tune in there. Um, if you want to like request tracks or whatever, you can visit uh, a website nkd.su and request the music there. There is like a um, I think surprisingly big the- foreign listener base. On that show. Yeah, no, there are very. Th- th- the reason I always lead with uh, with, <laughs> with FM is because I know that very few people listen to it on FM, and it's funny. Okay. Um, I, I feel like there is a is a level of legitimacy though that is added by having being oh, broadcast absolutely. on the actual radio. So that that's 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 good marketing. It means there's actual uh, consequences yeah. when Colon swears. Incredibly, <laughs> incredibly. Uh... So so I'm 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 on that show like on average about once a month uh uh i think the next one i'm going to be on is actually chris you'll be on it too right because we're going to be oh is this a whale be... yeah so in like two or three mm. weeks i can't remember exactly what the date is uh there'll be an episode with uh me and chris on it's incredibly tangential uh, but it's usually hosted by one peter shillito right. we promise to play some uh good music and probably i can't see <laughs> this is an incredibly tangential story I have related to radio when I was a child. Oh yeah. A child. Uh I was at my friend's place and his older brother, who was a shady 
type. Uh, uh, hang on. <laughs> what does that mean? The, the, I think he might be a criminal, but uh, okay. he helped us play the Digimon soundtrack over pirate radio. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. In the late real did you have any listeners? You're a real rebel. <laughs> I don't know. This was a long time ago. Anyway, um, that's my story. Arrested for Digimon crimes. <laughs> uh, rest away. Uh, rest them for Digimon oh. to try. Now that's Digimon. All right. All right. Now, now I'm really cutting it off before we get into Digimon. Zig's um, <laughs> so. not here. You don't need to worry about it. I don't know. Iroh's Iroh might be our our biggest. Uh, oh, we Yes. Okay. So, um, as for our regular housekeeping, you can read all of our content at theglorioblog.com, including me writing about Sarazanmai. So, if you want the 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 full spoiler version, go check that out. Um, yeah, you can follow us on. Oh, Twitter. So, uh, speaking of theglorioblog.com, there's a post that Chris has been correctly pestering me because I'm like three weeks late now. Uh, I'm going to be writing about Aikatsu on thegloriablog.com in the near future. Right. We'll finally finish the uh, okay. the first looks at this current airing anime season. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, well, now that now that now that it's been committed to uh, to audio, I was going to audio. Then it, it, it's going to have to happen for sure now. So we'll can't promise when, but it will. Yeah. Uh, yep. So read us at thegloriablog.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the Glorio Blog. You can like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Wait, on YouTube. On uh, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Podbean, and also on YouTube. Oh, yes, we do. We do put the podcast on YouTube. Neat. And I think that's it. Hi YouTube. We still uh, thank. Hi YouTube. Also, thanks for letting me be the Dan Reichert of this podcast. Uh, you know too much to be Dan Reichert. Uh, clearly, I know who Urobachi I, is. I mean, you at least picked another <laughs> Japanese dude. <laughs> and at least I know what pirates are. <laughs> uh, well, I, I hope someone else. I hope someone out there actually gets that, those references. But uh, that's going to do it, folks. So uh, thank thank you all once again for being on, and we'll catch everybody next time. <laughs>